Hello and welcome to the Natural 7 Podcast. Welcome, Hi. welcome everybody. <laughs> Sorry, we were told to be quiet and oh, I took no, it a little too far. Once Will's talk sucks, you can, I can't talk. And Take two. Cut, cut, everything. No, no cutting. No, Just keep it on, in. This is, this is the intro. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any worse. No, we're cutting this one. No, we plateaued, remember? This is no, it. We're good. We're Just keep plateaued. it going. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll cut some of it. Welcome, everybody. Now, <laughs> today's episode yep. is a exciting one. But before we get into it, let's see if we have any announcements. All right, time for the announcements. Here we go. It looks like I don't have a prompt this week. That means I can do whatever I want. And you know what I want to do? I want to announce that Sunon's character art is up on our social media pages, so go check that out. You won't be disappointed, trust me. Not only that, we have our first piece of bonus content up on our Patreon page. So if you want to find out how this whole podcast came together, the whole great rand, go check it out. It's quite interesting. Stay tuned for more bonus content on the Patreon soon. You can find us at The Natural 7 on all of social medias and Patreon as well. So you can uh, drop on by. We very much appreciate it as we are an independent podcast. Who needs chat GPT when you have ARC? I had nothing planned and she did a great job. Now enjoy the episode, everyone. All right, perfect. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. As always. Wow. Now, let's go ahead and jump right into the action. time on star chasing ah. after defeating the mad tyrant dragon and becoming the new guardians of the valley our heroes took a short break and decided to create a new plan to deal with the remaining threat the scavs they had agreed to split the valley in half but with the ultimate intention of betraying them because before being betrayed by them mm. smart and of course informing them of the existence of the of the fictitious saint gary they decided to oh, contact right. the mayor of the dung pile kirian the beetle at least oh, that's Kieran. his nickname he prefers to be called the diamond of the dung pile and with birian's help they received word back that a meeting had been set for four days hence as our heroes prepared for the journey they took their first steps onto the road back to that fateful city when all of a sudden Ozon, in his new young dragon form, mm -hmm. arrived with dire news that his kin, those three kobolds, Phelan, Peelan, and Steelenfer, have gone inexplicably missing. After the queen, Hanakaim, was sent back to the Ashen Citadel, the kobolds were left basically high and dry as there was nothing left to protect. And they, as far as you guys know, went about their own business until now when, using Sunon's sending spell, they learned that the kobolds were captured by the scavs, specifically mm. by the scav logging team that were 
just uh, that we're destroying the forest just rimward of your location. Mm -hmm. So acting quickly, the team decided to split up, half going to save the kobolds and half to chase a star which had conveniently just fallen, or inconveniently, I suppose, just fallen yeah. just <laughs> skyward of them. So we had Destin and Carrick ride the dragon after the star, and we had Sunon, Rylus and Ark, and Val uh, move to, re to reconnaissance where the kobolds were staying. They found them on a train platform of which, as they were watching, uh, <laughs> a train pulled in with three cars and a large portly man covered in junk and steel and metal with greasy blonde hair uh, came ab came aboard atop a strangely like hovercraft eat lazy boy chair slash bike <laughs> contraption oh, who is I apparently the leader of <laughs> this particular tribe of scavs. In the meantime, Destin, Ozon, and Carrick were interrupted in their chase by another encounter with those giant birds, the rock and their riders. And that is where we left off. Whew. So... Let's start with Destin and Carrick and Ozon. Oh, so we boy. were in the middle of combat. Awesome. Love that. During the last turn of combat, Ozon had used, for the first time, his powerful breath weapon to paralyze the, not the rock, but the rider. Well, both. And then the Ozon. rock succeeded on its turn. Oh, well, yes. As of now, the, the rock is not paralyzed, but the rider is. Therefore, the rock is now veering to one side and is about to start a death spiral. Until unless the pilot can break through the para paralyzation. Meanwhile, Destin was able to punt the rock off of Ozon, <laughs> ending a grapple, potentially saving his himself and Ozon's life from a deadly fall. Um, and Carrick had leapt off using his own ability of flight to catch the star, which he found was a golden circlet adorned with red gems. And that's where he left off. So... As the rock starts to starts to barrel roll and veer off to one side, heading towards the earth at an incredible speed, what do you do? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, that was my turn, and then Ozon was right after me. I have no idea what we were doing initiative-wise. So, <laughs> well, let's shoot initiative right now. What do you okay. do? Okay, um, I'm probably just gonna yell at Ozon. I think it's time to go. Let's get our boy and just... Oh, we're leaving. We're leaving. I, I, re I, I really messed up my ribs just now, by the way. I, <laughs> I'm i in so much pain. <laughs> Good idea, Destin. Right-ho! Carrick, look out! And Ozon will dive down, and uh, Carrick, if you're willing, you can remount Ozon. He is a lot uh, faster yeah. than you. If you I, think, so. I, think, I think I'll be willing, yeah. Great. So Ozon does this deft uh, like quarter turn and sweeps right underneath you and just you're able to tuck your wings and sort of plummet the last few feet to land squarely on Ozon's back. And remember, Ozon's a young dragon, so he's only a large creature. So the both of you do, f like, you couldn't really fit any more people on his back, let's say. Right. That being said, all right, fellows, where are we heading? As Ozon shouts over the wind. Uh, no sharp turns, please. <laughs> um, I think it was north. What, what's north? 
Ah, Rimwood. <laughs> I'm gonna cast healing hands on myself. It's been a while. <laughs> Rimwood, got it. Don't worry, my kobolds. We're coming. What is this north you speak of? And Ozan enters a dive as in the background you hear a lard as a big dust cloud uh, appears um, oh, good. At, as the rock makes contact. Oh, awesome. Great. It's Looney Tunes land. Let's cut to the other three here. Oh, boy. Just to remind me, did one of us say Ozantine's name? Oh, I You didn't. said it a lot. Yes. Did they try to get his attention to like know where you we're at it, or something? It, I know you said it earlier. I don't know if you've said it the last few minutes. Okay. Not while you've been joking around. Yeah, and then Greasy Man. I think I said it before we took a break or something. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows he's heard us. Okay. Greasy Man, Um. he just said, what do you got for me, right? That's correct. So Did we hear that, though, because we're so far away. <laughs> for dramatic purposes. He's booming. I'll say you heard that line. Uh, so he came off of the train. He's got like on, a megaphone. Yeah, just singing to the platform and uh, is currently sort of um, gliding forward to his sort of troop of four scavs. And there's another, you know, for Rylus knows for a fact, there's six more scavs, including two of which that are piloting these large sort of steel contraptions with buzz saws cool. that were being used to cut down lumber and are now waiting or are now at standby nearby this train. Uh, the large man approaches this tied up kobolds and one of his hands is like adorned with this huge gauntlet and you see it spin and it turns into a hook like a massive iron hook and he uses it to like lift up the chin of stealing fur <gasps> and wisp is like it's obviously speaking but you can't hear what he's saying okay uh well it looks like the leader of some kind showed up um should we do something ah he's gonna do some not very froggy things to steal and fur if we don't get in there i think it's going to be a little worse than that does it look like they're intending to like, like leave with them? Yeah. Or are they still kind of like? It seems like they're going to still be here for a little while longer. Or can we not tell? As you watch, you do see the large man uh, order the scabs aboard the train, and uh -oh. they do intend to take okay. their hostages. Uh, can we could probably sabotage the train track while we wait for everyone else? I, we can try, yeah. sure. Yeah, but... we can. So as a reminder. The train ends here, so it's at the it's the end of the ro the road here. But you see that it does head Rim Ashward towards where you know where the scav camp is. Although you're you're at least you're like maybe ten miles away from the scav camp currently. We have um, an easy way to find it at least. Yeah. All right. And uh, the train itself has uh, a large cart that is enclosed and it's where the engine is being is held it's the one farthest away from you or the closest one to the scab camp the second platform is large and wide and it has a giant iron ballista on it oh um right like the kind where like the the gunner has to sit in it and spins with the gun oh uh and then the third i love third that. cart is very long and wide and it's loaded with lumber and you see that the big mechanical uh, scav things are like lifting big chunks of lumber and putting it on the train as they get ready to leave. Oh boy. All right. Um, I'm down to sabotage the train, but we'll need to move fast. I could probably sneak into one of the big guys and take it over maybe. 
Uh, maybe, but what if you draw attention to yourself? <laughs> I won't. I'll be All invisible. Right. So you you tried to take out one of them. Oh, I didn't try to take it out. I just scouted. one of them. I could probably climb it invisible. Right. And then... And then Sunan and I tried to sabotage the tracks. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them right now. Uh, we can't take I, on that many by ourselves. I could use some geomancy to, uh, to you know, take the tracks out and put them all And I can up. hit it really hard. So, <laughs> I suppose that's the plan. But how are we, Sunan and I, exactly supposed to get to the track? You wait until... I'll take over one of the robots. You sneak close. I'll go front forward. Climb it. I only saw one person when I was like, it only looked like there was one driver of the giant. In the, like the, the buzzsaw mecha? Yeah. yeah. There's a single, single pilot. And this isn't like a huge contraption. Like there's no space to move around in it. He's like strapped in. Right. Okay. It's so kind of like, a, like a step above an exosuit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is there, is they're pretty enclosed then? Their or? chest and head are exposed. Okay. Uh, but they have like their, uh, like a, uh, the, the chassis holds like this like engine mm-hmm. uh, that's being powered by this mysterious fuel that we, Rylus is familiar with now. We don't know that though, that they're strapped and we just know there's someone in there. We don't know them. Yes. Well, you you know, you saw. Oh, I didn't get up there though. You know there's a guy yeah, in Okay, I, I just know a guy. <laughs> All right, okay. And if I can't take it over, I pull out a dust bag, dump this on the controls, that thing ain't doing anything. All right. Ooh. And it might just go a little crazy. Okay. You got it. And I'll take the bag of dust from you. No, no. I, oh. I oh. dump it oh. on the controls of the robot. If oh. I can't get the I guy out, the train. it's a sabotage. Ooh, that would work too. Oh. <laughs> or even the well, track. I can definitely take the tracks out by myself. If you can take the tracks out, this might be my backup if I can't get the guy out of the robot. I okay. think that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Look, give me a head start. Give him hell, and I'm going to give you bardic inspiration. All right, I'm going to put my hood on again. Recast invisibility on myself. Got it. And I'm going to sneak up to one of the mechs and try to climb it. Okay. Uh, So, keep in mind that if you're being sneaky, you will be slowed down immensely. Mm -hmm. I'm invisible and have the cloak of elf inclined. I think I'm just going to try to get there quick. The Cloak of okay, Calvin well, Klein? In that case, yes. the Cloak of Elm Klein will help you. <laughs> well, once the invisibility drops, it will. Yes, that's true. So, okay, so it's, it's that just, case, that's just once I do engage. All right, so in that case, so the two of you see Rylus disappear, but then you you hear rapid footsteps, like, crunching on branches. Arc, go with him. Leaves. <laughs> Arc stays uh, as he starts to, like, jog towards the direction of the train. Um, so I don't, I need no stealth check, but I will be rolling perception checks to see if they detect you. And I will say that as you get closer, you see that you don't have a lot of time before the train start is going to start moving. Um, like at the at this moment, the hostages have been moved into the first car, the engine okay. room, as lo- lo- along with the large man and some of the scavs. All that's really left is a couple scavs on the platform, and the two big mecha who are almost done loading uh, lumber onto the thing. Okay, so uh, for the two of you, are you willing to? Are you going to wait? Or do you, do you want to do something? Because like you, I said, you, just, you, Ryla's just getting there and getting close to the mech is going to take like a minute. Oh, if we if we probably more. timed it better, they probably would start moving. Yeah, we're, we're probably moving yeah. out real pretty quick. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Val is definitely probably good. Val was like, ah, oh, I give him five-second head start. Let's go. Um, <laughs> more than I enough. Real, my end of the bargain. <laughs> real, real quick, though, do you, you wouldn't happen to have a buff that I could perhaps partake in. 
oh, uh, why? Why, yes, yes, I, I do. Um, some aid? Some aid, perhaps? perhaps. <laughs> I have a couple. Actually, uh, before Rylas left, can I have done this for, because it'll work better for all three of us. Sure, what is it? Okay. Uh, first, I'm going to cast aid on all of us as a, uh... So you're upcasting? I'm upcasting, yeah. As a third level spell. So we all gain 10 maximum hit points. Maximum? Yep. Yep, for eight hours. Yep, the next eight hours. Yep, maximum and, and your current. your HP reflects yeah. that as well. Yep, maximum and current. And then underutilized I will use my... It is deeply underutilized, and I only realized that like between the last time we, we played in this time. So now I'm going to be pa- casting it a lot more. Um, and then I will use my emboldening bond ability on the three of us as well. And that lasts 10 minutes? Uh, I remember from yes, ten minutes. episodes ago. Okay, great. Great. Uh, so Rylas, you can mark that you have both of those because, like you said, you guys are smart enough to have done that first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rylas, you probably won't be able to use emboldening bond right away, but the two of us should if we stay close. Is that a D4? Right. Yeah. And you have to be within 30 feet of each other? 30 feet. Yeah. If, you, if any one member is within 30 feet of the others, they get it. Fantastic. All right. Okay, Val. So. Hello, so I, oh, we're yeah, going to try and sneak over. Or actually, if you want to. Okay. Yeah, I basically infuse everyone with sacred water to give us our emboldening bond and our extra health. And then, yeah, I will. Uh, I want to sneak around to the tracks in front of the train. Got it. I'm yeah. going to tell you, because you you know, your characters have eyes, so you'll know this. That's going to take a long time. Oh, because you're currently like hundreds of feet out. Because spe- you specifically told oh, right. me you wanted yeah. to hide oh, in the tree that's line. That's right. So to move forward, like you know, hun- like 500 feet, and then cut over, ma- maybe right. more, because you guys aren't invisible and it's a clearing. Right? Oh, right. There's no cover. So if you want to do that, Quest- I'll allow- so I'll- I'll- does the tree line like curve around this clearing? Like, so you you notice a like a field of devastation where just like nothing but stumps and mm-hmm. discarded leaves and discarded branches. Yeah. After about half a half a mile to a mile, it starts to sort of break out because you start to enter more of the plains area mm-hmm. as you start to get closer and closer to like the river valley. Yeah, um, we might just have to break and then maybe we're the uh, distraction for Rylas. Break and run. How how far am I currently from? The, from the track. The track. Like a part of the track I could destroy. The, the nearest portion of the track would be the one the train is sitting on currently. Right, the one past that. Like uh, the closest one it would need to go on. We're going to say, I'm going to round up and say like 300 feet. 300 feet, okay. Yeah, so you, that's if you're going in a straight line, which means you'd be very easily seen by this gas. So yeah. the track is like this. You're like, okay. So that's, okay, so there are two options then. I, one of us can do what you're talking about of like, an, a, add in a second distraction to Rylus's other distraction. <laughs> and while that's happening, maybe that'll buy enough time for the other one of us to take out the tracks. Because mm. I have Shatter, which I think would work for this. Mm. And then you you have Geomancy, right? I have Stone. Yeah, I'm going to use Stone Jake. Okay, so yeah. So we both have ways to do it. Yeah. Do you think I should or should you? Because my stealth sucks because I have disadvantage on it. Oh, mine too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're, we we both okay. suck at stealth. Yeah, because I have a plus five to so stealth, but I my, have disadvantage. So let's just run. Let's so, just yeah. run for it, and then yeah. whichever one of us gets to it, looks to it. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. Fantastic. <laughs> These are not the people we want paired together. <laughs> I love when we oh, pair yeah. up, and this gets hilarious. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, which one of us destroys the tracks? Rock paper scissors. All right, all right, all right. 
Uh, wait, uh, on sh- on shoot or on, on shoot? Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, two, scissors, three. shoot. Oh, Rock, God. paper, scissors, shoot. Paper, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Stop oh it. My God. <laughs> you know what? Let's just both do it. Woo! Okay, we go. Very well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Also, there should definitely be a Thalian version of that game where it's like Crack and Ship. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, crack, and do, ship, like, crack and Ship Crack cannon. and Ship Hero or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, how, so exa- how much time do you give Rylus before you break? Uh, I think what happens is Val, um, Val and Sunan kind of go off. And then Val kind of looks out, really scouts out the situation and is like, no, nah, we're not going to make it like this. I can hear my armor creaking right now. <laughs> and so Val's like, well, only one, one other option. Let's go in. All and right. so, yeah, I think we give him, like, maybe... I think it's pretty quick. It feels like real time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we give him, like, the length of this conversation, so maybe a couple minutes. Okay. And yeah. then we're like, let's go. Okay, great. So, I do think I do think we go from a slightly different part of the clearing. Yeah. The two of I think, you or from yeah. where Rylus was? Yeah, us, uh, us two yeah. go from a different area than Rylus. Got it. Okay, Rylus, you are approaching the mech when they break cover. What do you do? I'm going to try to climb the mech. Fantastic. (laughs) So you approach. uh, And so now that you have a much better view, because before you were looking at it from like 100 feet away. Yeah. um, So this thing is pretty cobbled together. Uh, Like, I know I I call it like a mecha or something, but that invokes a lot of imagery. But I really want you to imagine like something that's like barely functions. Yeah. Like really... (laughs) completely a miracle that it's working uh, there's like tubes with leaks in it that have been like duct tape over uh, that are just like loose and hanging the bus saws are like rusty and like one of them's wobbling violently <laughs> in its as it spins Perfect. um and then like i said the last episode on the back there's this like big engine pack yeah uh which is pretty available like there's a bunch of pipes and stuff uh but then there's up then on the on the pack to the on the side of the pack there's like this minimalist ladder so there's there is like tiny little indents where you could put like a single hand or like the tip of your boot so um nice so you're trying to do this without alerting the pilots is that correct yes it's gotta be pretty loud too oh it's loud yeah yeah yeah. Uh, okay so your your action is to not alert the pilot right yes okay in that case it would be a stealth strength check Can I have advantage because of the sound? Well, I'm invisible, so I get advantage. Uh, So the pilot has disadvantage. You also have inspiration still. Um, remind me how to do a stealth strength check. So, um, this is the variant rule that I really like. Uh, Mm -hmm. so you just roll a. So you, you, if you're proficient in stealth, you add your proficiency. Okay. But you add your strength modifier instead of your dex modifier. Okay. I love it. And for those at home, I'm asking for a strength check because this involves climbing. And doing it deftly and quickly. Gotcha. So Dex is a really How dare you? And I have advantage because I'm invisible, right? Uh, yes. It's two eights. Oh. Wow. Plus Sad two. Advantage. Plus Flash of Genius, 15. Plus Bardic Inspiration. What's a, what, what dice is it? Uh, it's a eight? D6. Six? Or six? Eight? Oh, let me check. <laughs> I'm going to use it because this is a D6. Level three, right? Yeah. D- D6. D6. Plus four, so 19. Great. You took an eight and turned it into a 19. Good. <laughs> I got less than that. Good. <laughs> uh, so you take, uh, it's like, f- the, the mech's like 12 feet tall, so it doesn't, it's not that long to get up, but uh, yeah, so you can climb all the way up, so you're hanging off of it now, and it, he do- the pilot doesn't appear to have noticed, but he is starting to like approach the back cart okay. with the lumber. What do you do now? All right. Um, how, 
how do I get to the pilot from here? Like, what what's that look like to me? How can I reach him? So it's uh, how can I drop something down his back? <laughs> so as you're hanging off the side, yes. we'll say you're on the pilot's left side. Okay. So you would have to take, you would have to lean over and like climb through the cockpit. Okay. There's like there's like because there's like support beams that you can grab. And you would climb yourself into the cockpit, which is how you assume the pilot would get in there. Okay. So if you really lean over, you can see the guy. Like you right. can see his like arm as he's like fiddling with the joystick, like a lever, uh, and like yeah. All right. So you guys ready for this? <laughs> so I'm going to reach into my jacket and pull it back. Like I'm gonna and pull out one of these specially crafted slugs I've made for my crossbow to enchant. And I'm going to use magical explosions <laughs> and drop it right behind his seat in his back. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so this you're, is a new hitting rule. hitting him with the Titanfall. So I need you to make an Arcana check. <laughs> to, oh, that's 19 plus. <laughs> Great. And w- w- this is one of your magical tinkering Yeah, so items? this will be a magical tinkering. Fantastic. So 19. Oh, 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 19. oh plus 5. So Fantastic. That's plenty. So just like you've been practicing that technique that Tyrik showed you, that you used to defeat the solar, you decided to take your own spin on things and you've taken an object. Do you want to say what it is? Yeah, it's like I, I made magical slug-shaped rounds for my crossbow mm. that are specifically designed to be shot and help propel yes. with it. So it's kind of like a bullet pretty much, but like the explode, the energy exploding is forced out the back at first because it's more padded in the front. Yeah. Until it hits and it explodes, almost like an RPG yeah. shell or a. Sure. So yeah, I mean, so M40. it's just like a, it's just like a slug. Yeah. Like kind of like a musket ball, but you've shaped it. Yeah. A little bit more. It's like a rocket propelled so- musket ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Uh, specifically designed to be hit with like a the hammer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the one end. So yeah, so you take, you take your magical tools, your, uh, tinker tools or whatever your thieves tools, whatever you have on have on hand, because you're an artificer, and you. Uh, one-handed. I just... Well, I designed these to be made very, e- like, they're designed to be, expl- yeah, yeah. like, that's part of it. So well, they're so... not as complicated as... Yeah, so, well, yeah. the first thing you do is you make it magical. Yeah. Your magical tinkering effect. You, you did that earlier. Yeah. You pull it out, and you you use the technique to manipulate the magics that you've infused into it, and you make it all kind of... Uh, you, you turn the magic from a swirling, chaotic mess into a series of long lines that are all pointing in the same direction specifically towards the front of the bullet. Mm-hmm. And then you take your magical tinkering tools and you manipulate it and you give it a small tap. And when you do, it cracks like glass and this golden light uh, starts to leak out of the different cracks. All right, so you're just going to like sh- like drop it at his, at his seat, basically? Well, I want it to explode, so I can just can I just throw it at him? Oh, absolutely. Like you're doing like a smoke bomb? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little awkward, but yeah, you kind of lean back with, in, with one hand in the ladder hole and you just... Chuck it really hard, straight like at his spine, uh, and yeah. So give me an attack roll. Absolutely brutal. Oh, what do I add to this? So this is a this uh, man's spine. What range attack my- roll. Uh, you have Dex? disadvantage technically. Okay. But you also have advantage because you're invisible. Okay. It is Dex. So Ooh. straight roll. It's a ten. Plus my Dex is three. Plus my proficient in throwing shit. Should be. Uh, good fucking good question. <laughs> Like just I, normal. I'm gonna go with yes. Okay. If it's well, a bolt, then it's a simple weapon. I mean, it's akin to a dart. Yeah. A dart is a yeah. simple weapon. So yes. Yeah. And yeah. So uh, Good. 10, that, that's raw. <laughs> yep. Ten <laughs> plus three 
plus three, 16. Don't, don't come at me in the comments. 16? Yeah. Come at him right, in the comments. And him. Yeah. Please email Will at... Oh, God. Natural 7, natural seven podcast, podcast gmail.com. Gmail. Make sure you title it to Will. <laughs> That's the subject Dear and the body exactly. and the attachment. That's exactly. Okay, okay. 16? Yeah. That's great. That's good enough. Uh, so you beat the armor class of the scav and because of the position of it the mech is affected as well oh so yeah you that works of, you just Slow like chuck it, it at up. the guy Slow and it hits him like in the side like it hits like a panel like a like a scrap iron piece he has here and it explodes pretty much right in your face uh but it's a roll 3d6 damage and the mech and the scav will take it 12 points of damage 12 damage. Okay, great. Good. So the scav immediately um, like screams in pain as like his arm is like uh, twisted and like jerked away from just the force of the explosion. And you see like strips of his clothing and his armor and his, his flesh like fly away as like the shrapnel uh, eviscerates his upper arm and like My side side of his body. And it completely destroys the con- the left side controls of the mech. That works. Um, so like that arm starts to kind of go, cr- like starts to go. It, it continues its last command. If that makes <laughs> sense. So the it starts to the whole mech starts to veer in one side as it like is turning. Um. And <laughs> and you're visible now, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, you're now visible. I, I still have the cloak on though, so you know, yeah, it's you're... still it's still hard to see me. You're mech colored mech-colored right now, yeah. Um, good, 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 good. Okay, and so now let's move back to these I two. I should help these guys a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're still clinging on, on the side, and now these two. So you've broken cover, right. and um, one of the scavs on the platform is sort of looking bored uh, as he's just waiting for the mecha to finish their job. And to be clear, Val is in skirmishing stance and dashing, so they're just going to sprint 80 feet directly <laughs> Great, so you're moving like yeah. 20 miles per hour. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Val, you're faster than me. This is unfair. <laughs> Great. Okay, so uh, the one of the scabs on the platform like immediately spots you, basically. I uh, wait. You, you don't get more than like 50 feet. And he stands up and shouts, uh, alerting all the other scabs in the train, outside the train. And then immediately followed by an explosion sounds. And the scabs are like high alert. So let's go and roll initiative. And then we're I'll have uh, Destin and Carrick roll as well, because he will be joining shortly. Sweet. Right. Oh, that's good. Oh no. I thought it was gonna be like seven I rounds. I haven't bowled any bond anymore then. I'm way too far ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ark's probably keeping pace with Sunon. Yeah. She can't do anything, but she's still there in case I get close to him. She's being, she's being very important. She's my friend. Technically, she can use your reaction if I see something bad happening. What? Te- can she do that by herself? Sorry, what's the question? Use her reaction to do disadvantage by herself? Does she need me to command that? Uh, look at the... <laughs> look at the thing. <laughs> okay, so while Riles is doing that, let's do initiative. Hi. Me. Do not. 18. 18. Good. Let's run fast. Mid. Val. Okay. Anyone else? 12. Destin. Okay. Carrick. 15. 15. Ooh. And now low. Five. Not oh, what I wanted honey. right now. I haven't, oh, honey. I haven't rolled well on initiative in s- ever. I don't Is that think. everyone? <laughs> oh, and then I'll roll for Ozon. Woo. Faster. Not great, buddy. Oh, <laughs> bad. Not great. Oh, dear. 
Oh dear. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can use its reaction on its own. Perfect. So. Oh, that can's really fast. Hodges. Arc is keeping pace with Sunon. Also, for all of our listeners at home. Also, for all our listeners back home, uh, I created Vakken for a one-shot, so everything that he's about to do to us is my fault. <laughs> my fault entirely. Don't worry, I was planning to blame you for it. So yeah, it goes yeah. from I appreciate my left that. to What are you talking right? about? I'm about to Great. do something amazing. <laughs> okay, so combat has initiated. Woo! All right, so to start us off is the greasy man in the floating chair. Oh. The leader of these band of scavs. Blah. He's gonna shout from inside of the engine room. He's like, what? What's going on out there? Okay, and then that's all you know. Uh, Sunan, oh. your turn. I'm going to continue to dash for the train tracks. Excellent, so movement, action dash. <laughs> Got so it. 60 more feet. Yep, Fantastic. Course. The train starts to, you start to hear like a humming sound as the, uh, you hear like a loud, like, um, uh, what, I don't know how to describe. Chugga, 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 yeah, chugga, chugga, <laughs> The starting of an engine um, as like the whole platform, like the whole train starting to like now sort of vibrate and it's sort of lifted off the tracks a little bit. And uh, the, the train has just been turned on. Carrick. Return. You are uh, riding Ozon. Destin, you are riding Ozon. Correct. Okay, cool. Now, the scavs. So, from the platform, the two scavs I mentioned uh, see you two approaching and will pull out crossbows and will both attack Valerian. So, what is cool. your armor class? 18 right now. 18? Okay, one of them got an unnatural 20. So that will hit. So you're going to take 10 piercing damage. Oh, thank God for eight. As two bolts come whizzing through the air, one goes way too high, the other one gets uncomfortably close, and you have to veer out, almost tripping on a fallen tree branch, but you continue your momentum. Uh, and then the scav mecha. Rylus, now that you appear, and remember the cloak of Evankind is magic, but it's not that magical. Well, if you're that close, you yeah. probably see me. So My- both... Mecha see you, or one of them knows you're on top of it. <laughs> uh, however, it has been damaged, so he's gonna try and get you off uh, as his action. So I would like you to make a uh, strength saving throw. I realize that strength is criminally underused because a lot of DMs will un- uh, unconsciously use dexterity saving throws and dexterity checks in lieu of what should be strength saving uh, throws and strength checks. Yeah. So if you see me calling for more strength checks and more strength throws. That's why. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So my negative modifier thanks you. I got a yeah. 10 minus 1, but I'm going to flash a genius to a 14. 14? Okay, so with a 14, uh, the the mech starts to spin, and the torso of the mech can rotate freely of the legs, you, you notice? Uh, at least for a... for a, a, Not 360, but like a very wide range of motion. So it starts to veer really fast to the right um, and it starts to whip you around and the force of the movement starts to you feel yourself being pulled away from the mech and you feel your one of your legs go uh, then your <laughs> your flash of genius kicks in and you know to uh, I see a ledge you see a ledge yeah you like you hook 
your you hook your uh, crossbow limb onto like a pipe, and you use that as leverage to, to stay on the back. As the mech now like starts to take steps in one direction, as it can no longer stop itself from rotating, as the controls have been damaged. Uh, just twists his torso off of its own body. What just what yeah. happened? <laughs> well, once cool. it twists to its maximum range of motion, then the legs start to move start to like step with it so it starts to like oh. ballerina spin away <laughs> from the train cart and up to his speed so it moves 20 feet away from the train cart uh the second one will the turn to look at you and you see the other scav like uh with like a face of shock and then immediately to der- termination and he shouts hey and he starts to like jog his mecha towards you um and he's going to make an attack roll at you okay you stop right there, mister. You got a bug on ya. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. It's, it's gotta hit both of us with a giant. Probably. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, does a nine hit? No. <laughs> Not a great roll. No, it's uh, great. Oh, great view. Uh, so this whirling buzzsaw is like, he sweeps it across the way, and you sort of, uh, you let go of one of the, of your handhold, and you swing on your crossbow to like the other side. And it just hit, makes this horrible screeching sound as like sparks fly as it like glances off the metal carapace of the uh, of the the mech you are currently riding, and you are safe. God, it will make a second attack with its other buzzsaw. Oh boy, it's multi attack. Twelve? Nope. (laughs) I got seventeen. Same thing. And you hear the guy you're riding is like, get him off of me, get him off! (laughs) (laughs) Get off me, man! Um, Great, now we come to Valerian's turn. Oh, boy. Um, So I've been at 80 feet. How far am I from, like, the train itself? Train itself. You moved 80 feet? Yes. Um, Because we'll say you got one turn worth of movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I dashed. Yeah, 40 plus 40. Your speed is 40, right? My speed is 35 plus my skirmisher stance makes it 40. Correct. Yeah, yeah, good. Good, good, good. All right, so uh, you said like 300 feet, right? 300 feet, I think, was how far like the 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 track in front, like like the the far end of the train, basically. So instead of this triangle, we're doing this triangle. So minus 80. We'll say like 180 feet away. So like the platform. 180 feet away from like the... Yeah. I said you guys were like 100 feet away. So I can't really reach it, eh? Um, Not this turn. Okay. I sprint forward 80 feet <laughs> again. Got it. So you're now 100 feet away? Uh, yes. All right, Valerian, is that the end of your turn? Yes, it is. Okay. So now we come to initiative count 10, where we are going to be doing a layer action. Oh, oh no. Oh, As... oh, whose layer is this? <laughs> whose house did I just walk into here? Uh, so um, technically you guys are outside of the lair, but the train is the lair. Um, oh. As the, the the scav foreman uh, takes control of his baby, <laughs> uh, he <laughs> whirls to life this mechanical abomination, um, and he's going to take a legendary action. No. Sorry, sorry, lair action. Oh. He's going to, uh, he's going to shout from inside his engine, all right, boys, full steam ahead. No, 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 no. And the train will immediately move its <gasps> speed. Oh. So the train starts to chugga, 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 and it moves 60 feet down the track. 
Mm-hmm. As it starts oh, wow. to gain speed. That's not good. Um, yeah. So, Rylus, you are now 80 feet from the train. You are now... God, triangles. Uh, hey, Val, I... you are now 130 feet? No, 120 feet. Sunan, add 20 feet to that. Okay. No, add 40 feet to that. Because you've, you've moved, been moving for two rounds. From. Yeah. So you moved 120 feet. What did I say? 120, so 160 feet away. Oh, boy. Yeah, and the train is moving at 60 feet per round. How okay. many? Yes. How big are the, the cobbled together mechs? How, like, tall? 12 feet tall. Oh. So oh large I can jump that easy. Oh, yeah. I thought they were taller. I thought they were like 20. That's easy. I understand. That, like I said, like, uh, yeah. the image you have in your mind might not be correct. I was saying, like, 25 uh, So I'm trying feet. to. That makes sense. I'm trying to help They're more out. like uh. That, like giant exosuits, like yeah, like, exosuits. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. Thinking alien. You know? I was exactly thinking alien. Yeah, like yeah. Alien. That makes sense. Or that makes Matrix. So I always reloaded. go to either Matrix or Avatar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Avatar too. Yep. Yep. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're not talking about Gundams. We're talking about yeah, Avatar <laughs> or Matrix. Oh, or, yeah, it's just two Pacific Rim bots. Cast and large on the map. No, okay, great. Now we come to Rylus's turn. Rylus, you oh, just sh- evaded these swirling buzzsaws, and you're kind of dang, like half dangling off. How this close is the second one to me now? Uh, so it has a range of five feet. So it's a large creature, and right. so it's five feet range. So it's five feet away. You can jump up to your strength modifier, strength uh, score. So nine. Feet. Oh no, that's if it's a running jump. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, look look that up, Rylus. Isn't standing leap like half or something? I think yeah, I think it might just be half. Yeah, a standing a standing long jump is half your strength score. Strength score? Yeah, that makes Round sense. Round up yes. ten five. So, so, like in, so it's eight or ten? N- nine. Nine? So would it go up or down? So you can jump you can jump four feet normally. Like I said, either way you're rolling an athletics check. <laughs> yeah, that, that works. Um so athletics check? That's correct. So Rylus is attempting to leap from the back of one mech onto the other mech, which is going to be interesting, I realize, because it's facing you. So your options aren't very good. There's the guy in the center who's in an open-faced cockpit, and then there's the two arms. So. I want to, like, jump on the guy. Okay, I figured. Better than the buzzsaws. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what you got. Um, First off, bonus action. Yes. Expedition retreat. Great idea. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, and then let's do a jump. Here we go. <laughs> Athletics, baby. That's a goal. Not good. Eight. I rolled a nine minus one. Eight plus and Blaster Genius. Blaster Genius, you're running out. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so thirteen is definitely enough to leap that distance. Yeah. It's not that far. That's like a DC like five thing. Yeah. So jump five feet. Uh, now the problem is that you're on a moving mech. You don't have a, you don't, you're not standing on anything. You have like one boot that has purchase, and then you're moving onto a moving thing that is attacking you. Right. So this is pretty tough. Yeah. Because you did, okay. I'm gonna say you failed, but you didn't fail that bad. So I'm gonna give you an option here because okay. I love giving people choices, <laughs> especially if both options are bad. <laughs> Enough rope to. So hang I'm gonna us say with. you you leap onto the the other mech. However, you you find purchase on one of its extended arms so i'm going to give you the choice of you can hold on to the arm and take damage as you as you are uh, you get very uncomfortably close to the buzzsaw or you can choose to just you can choose to slide off and just land on the ground 
You will be you will be taking 1d6 falling damage, and will be landing prone. So it's up to you. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the damage. Option on the one. saw. Okay. Because the jump's just my movement, right? That's not my action. I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. Because I'm 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 making you make an athletics check. Yeah, so yeah. It's not your choice. So it's just it's a free. Yeah. Action. Part of your movement. Yeah. All right. So first the damage. Oh my gosh. Wow, it's that really is good. Almost <laughs> maximum. Oh shit, how much? Uh, 19? 23. Oh my lord, he's got modifiers. Good thing I cast so You think a big ass mech doesn't I don't have know a why strength? I, for, I don't know why. I don't know why. I forgot. All right, so I forgot I'm holding on. Slashing damage. Like, I, my leg or something just got treaded. Oh yeah. But I'm holding on up top and I pull it up and I reach into my satchel and pull out a little bag. And I just take my bag of corrosion, dust of corrosion, and I just kind of throw, like, open it and just kind of lob it in the air. And it is a DC Constitution saving throw Got it. for the pilot. I think it automatically will hit the mech. Let's see. Because it's metal. Any creature in the area that is made wholly or partly out of ferrous metal must make a DC 13 okay, save. So it. the mech will save. The scab doesn't have to save. Although it doesn't say this, but uh, I'm gonna steal from the slime one of the slime stat blocks. I'll say that his armor is corroded, no save. Okay. Akin to the rust monster. There cool. we go. So that's a DC. So the, the mech does have to save. 19. Okay. So half damage. Roll four d8. Still pretty good. You got three more of those, right? That's just the only one I got. I'm messing around. Yeah, other stuff though. 10, 16, 19, halved is eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight necrotic damage to the scav. Nine, nine, nine. It's not nine. 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 Great. And so you you immediately notice this as the dust sort of it clings in the air for a second and then just sort of slowly descends and immediately just like little little um, they cause little like flecks of light as they like immediately cause this violent chemical reaction to just like eat away a big chunk of like the metal of wherever it touched. And this, the like millions of particulates that you just thrown in the air just start to melt these, the mecha away. And you notice some of them get into the cockpit, causing the scab to cough. And you see like his pauldrons that have been like uh, sc- scrapped together, and like different pieces of like plates of metal that are hanging off of his body for protection just start to disappear, and he loses some of his armor class. Very good. And then with the rest of my movement, yes, I'm gonna just jump down and run towards the train. Fantastic. Uh, so- so you jumped over, and then you're jumping down, which causes no movement. So we'll, so you get to move 20 feet towards the train. I well, I have expeditious oh, retreat, retreat on, so. Which is immediately dash. Yeah. So 50 feet? Yes. Fantastic. And then now as a bonus action, I can dash. In the, yeah, in the, for the next minute. Yeah. As long as you have concentration. Very yes. good. So 50 feet. You are now 30 feet from the back of the train. Great. Catching nice. up, boys. Here we go. You just got those out of the way, hopefully. Arc. Uh, Ark is just gonna keep running with Sunon because that was the last command you gave him. Yeah, and Very good. It, we'll defend him if he gets attacked. Fantastic. Aww. Yeah, we can say Ark Friend. is getting more and more comfortable with acting with on her yeah, by herself. The, yeah. So like, if an enemy near is nearby, she'll go ahead and attack him. For example. <laughs> Excuse or, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not comfortable well, with that. Technically, she can right now because I use my bonus action. <laughs> yes, but she can still She's react. Learning. Oh, sorry, Joker. Exactly. Are you uncomfortable with AI? <laughs> anyway. And finally, Ozon uh, flies as quickly as he can. And he's, dragons are very fast. So uh, specifically 80 feet of flying movement. So plus a dash. It's 160 feet. He's still a young dragon, so he doesn't have the legendary action to move again. Uh, so it's just 160 feet. 
That being said, uh, through the power of narrative transitions, I will say that Whoa. that's enough <laughs> to to bring this scene into view. So you're still maybe a thousand or so feet away, but oh you two, Carrick Destin and then Ozan, can now witness what's happening in front of you. Uh, you see like cool. a column of, of smoke starts to lift from uh, a large exhaust port from the top of the first train as a cart on the train as it starts to pull down the tracks. What the hell is that? <laughs> Great. Nice to see what they can do for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Go Carrick. <laughs> Great. So that was our first round of combat. We're going to move now to round number two, starting again with our scav leader. So let's see on on his turn. Okay, great. Yeah, so um, just like you guys are too far away, uh, uh, as far as you know, his action, his turn passes without anything happening. Uh, Sunat. Okay, so the, I see the train moving. I realize I'm too far away from my original plan to work now, and now I'm worried that Val is going to get in the front of a giant metal monster with capabilities I have no idea <gasps> about. He's gonna suplex a train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm gonna, suplex. Suplex train. I'm gonna do blitz. No, okay. Uh, instead, I'm, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to use my uh, naming magic special ability. Oh, great. Yay. I took in... So, um, as uh, Sunan is running towards the train, he realizes that he doesn't have the range with his geomancy that he needs to do what he wants to do this thing. So he is going to get um, uh, creative and perhaps a little desperate. And he's going to remember uh, a dear friend that happens to be on uh, the belt of his other dear friend. <laughs> so he is going to call out to the power of Perseus Morkin, the moving mountain, the great saint of strength and earth. And uh, he is going to basically, I'm going to run forward with my full movement. Yep, uh, so as close to it as, uh, as I possibly can. Got it. And then um, Sunan is going to skid to a stop on his knees and slam his palms into the ground. And he's going to say, Perseus Morkin, Jaklai Weir, which translates to Perseus Morkin's Rising Stone. I'm going to try to do a ranged stone shape <laughs> and create a stalagmite that slams up through the, uh, through the tracks. Okay. Wow, fun. Um, so, as a reminder to our lovely listeners, hi, we have uh, we have different kinds of spellcasters. Uh, one of which we call speakers because they can call upon the names of saints and gods, mm -hmm. as well as use the ancient language of magic to uh, manipulate the world around them. Mm -hmm. um, and once per long rest, they can choose any or ch choose to make their own. Uh, effect on the world because usually this type of magic is very strict. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, normally uh, Sunan doesn't even use the language of magic when he casts his spells. He just entreats to mm. usually Kaula or Kagela, his personal saints to which he has a personal link to. This time, however, he's going to be basically throwing his full mystical weight, which is not inconsiderable, uh, into basically calling for a somewhat unfamiliar. God's power, and he's also going to be calling upon the name of the stone. Yes. Very good. Okay, so, yeah, so Sunon has no idea what's about to happen, and we get to do, have the fun of making up a spell our, all to our own. Yes. I'm gonna say that 
what is it? Like 150 feet is very generous mm-hmm. for a spell. Um, well, like 120 feet now because I didn't move forward. The train moved forward 60 feet. Oh. So if you do the the triangle math, it's like another 30, another 25 feet. I'm not good at that even in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just angles. trust whatever you say. We're looking at 150 feet right now. Okay. Yeah, so I, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this spell is... Well, what level is it, by the way? I'm going to use my fourth level spell. Okay, slot. fourth level spell slot. So I'm thinking Bones of the Earth spell. I'm thinking Stone mm-hmm. Shape. Mm-hmm. So I think what's going to happen is that you are going to call upon the power of Perseus Morkin, the man known for lifting a mountain and put, placing it upon his back. And from a faraway place, you feel this ru- uh, this rush of energy and self-confidence and just like pure, unadulterated strength. <laughs> and uh, um, and you are filled with all this power and you reach forward, slamming your palms into the ground and you summon a staircase of stone. Uh, it goes forward 90 feet every, every five Whoa. feet. Like it's a, it's basically every five feet, it, there's a step that's five feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, or that's too much. A big staircase. That's a huge staircase. Ooh. Uh, you basically make a giant ramp, mm-hmm. uh, and it just sort of it's like like poof, 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 like pillar, 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 and it goes for ninety feet, and it goes up forty feet. Huh. If if there was anyone there, like you see, like branches and like full on stumps just get uprooted and soaring into the air from the pure strength of the the earth moving. Um, it does fall short of hitting the train, Ooh. however. Uh, on you can now move onto the ramp and use it as a sort of uh, as hmm. a platform, as terrain hmm. now, as it stays there after the completion of the magic. Nice. Thanks, St. Morgan. So again, uh, you never know what you're going to get when you use the special ability, although I try and be as generous as possible to encourage you to use it. In this case, like I said, 150 feet is very generous. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't quite do what you want. However, now you know what it does. So in the future, mm-hmm. you can, as long as you speak the same names, oh, the, yeah. the same names or the same incantation, I, in fact, have a list on my phone of all of the spells I have come up with. Yes, we're keeping track. Okay, great. Uh, thank <laughs> you, everyone, for being patient. Uh, anything else on your turn? Soon on. Uh, nope, that's all I can do, but I'm going to start running up the ramp next Fantastic. turn. Fantastic. Uh, it's not your turn yet, Val, but just so you know, just to your right, like 10 feet to your right, <laughs> you, you just <laughs> It shakes the earth. Present. I'm faster than I thought. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, it is now that we come to the initiative count for the train itself. So it's going to move 60 feet. That's so lame. Carrick, you are aboard Ozon, and you are many, many, many feet away from the train. But you do start to see, uh, as you approach, you see the the stone pillars burst out, and you can barely make out the shapes of the big (laughs) mecha. Um, Otherwise, that's it. So if there's anything you'd like to do on your turn. Okay. Well, I'm still probably too far away to be doing anything, um, so I'll just call out to Ozon. Ozon, get us down to that giant device. I have no idea. Didn't you put on the crown? Did that do anything? The or the tiara? <laughs> I did, because <laughs> oh, I needed hands. Um, did that? So did it do anything, anything Will? To me yet? Ah, great question. Uh it teleports will, him right so, where we need him. <laughs> so you don't really know anything what it does because you haven't cast an identification spell. 
Uh, nor right. do you, nor are you aware whether it requires attunement or not, uh, because that mm-hmm. requires an hour, and it hasn't been an hour yet. It's only been like a few. Oh yeah, years. definitely not. But yeah, as you can estimate what it does based on its shape. When you knocked it out of the air, it, it, you know, the star lost its power. Like it's no, it was no longer a comet flying through the air. It was just the item. So you can guess right. what it does based off of the context and what it looks like. But otherwise, if you want to try and use it, let me know. It'll be your action, but otherwise, that, wait. That like, Carrick gets the idea of what to do with it, or Jonathan does. Well, that I suppose that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> but if Carrick would like to try and activate this item, if it's activatable, that is true. That will be your action. That is true. Okay. Um, I will hold off on that for now because <laughs> I don't call. think I'm Great. close enough. Okay. So, Destin, same thing. The scene is starting to full unfold in front of you. Is there anything you want to do? Can you give me a guesstimate on... I mean, we're probably not closer than, like, 300 feet, right? No. All right. Um, I think the the only number that would matter is 600, because that's the long range of a longbow, which Carrick has a longbow. Oh, wait, I'm in range with a longbow? Not yet. <laughs> oh. But I'm just saying that, that that's the farthest range you have. Right. So anything past that... Um, but buff spells, communicate, strategize. Sure, I'll, I'll cast guidance on Carrick. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and I will keep holding on. Oh wait, are we? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Um, great. Now we come to the scav mech's turns, and all the scavs. So, uh, oh, I totally totally abandoned those two scabs that are on the platform yeah oh they, <laughs> in they character got left <laughs> totally in character alrighty okay so now we come to the scavs turns so first we have the two mechs one has been damaged so the pilot is going to just take his action to abandon ship essentially um, so he will jump out of his his ride and uh, then the second one will start to make chase after Rylus. However, you notice that this thing is huge and strong. It is slower than you, <laughs> especially with Expedition. Why do you think I threw it on there? So the mech can move enough where he gets close to the platform. But otherwise, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, so you kind of leave the two mechs in the dust. However, there are two scabs still on the train platform, which, by the way, is just sort of like a low ramp up to uh, for loading the logs onto the train it's not like a huge thing uh, but that is where we have two scavs standing with crossbows in hand they will whip around because the the mecha scav shouts out like shoot that one <laughs> and they turn and they see this blur uh, mm-hmm. as Rylus your cloak is like partially covering you um, as you you run incredibly quickly along the rails they will aim down at you and shoot you so what is your armor class 17 unless you hit me (laughs) (laughs) okay well so this is one crossbow bolt each nope (laughs) (laughs) i got a i got highest i got was a 10 it's a 17 and it's staying that way for now (laughs) (laughs) great Awesome. And then the scavs aboard the train. I think none of you are close enough to really get a great look at what's happening, but there are several scavs aboard the train. That's all I'll say for now. And then we come to Valerian's turn. Hallelujah. So you have a big staircase of stone next to you. The train itself is 120 feet. Is that like a diagonal? 
120? It's about that much, yeah. Okay. And I have I have stone stairs next to me. Yes, if you wish to utilize them in some way. I mean, I will say, because it's true in, in real life physics, but also because it's awesome, that if you jump from a high place and you do a long jump, I'll... You you get okay. to, you, you jump farther if you're jumping from yeah. above to your target. Yeah. You will, however, take falling damage. But the stairs are big enough to where I could go up them now, and then it would give me that advantage later on. Yeah, we'll say so. yeah, we'll say so. Okay. Okay. Then yeah, I'll I'll just I'll just sprint up them then and great. Keep chasing so after. You have the to train. do a bit of like a climbing maneuver because like where you are, because you're like several feet in front of Sunan. Where you are, it's about waist level high, so you sort of right. do like um like an Olympian like leap like a. Like the you know the standing high jump or the sorry, yeah. the running high jump thing where you like start bounding and so you eventually swing one leg up and do like a flip yeah exactly and then you land on the staircase and continue your movement yeah and you dash I assume oh yes absolutely great that brings you almost to the end of the staircase and then which places you forty feet from the train forty feet so you're almost there so the the staircase goes another twenty feet I think yeah I know. If I action surge, would I be able to sprint forward and jump onto the top? Absolutely, because if you didn't action surge, the train would move on its That's turn. exactly, and so it wouldn't be very helpful. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a jump, but you're going to action surge to dash? Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm not happy about it. So you're going to move forward to the end of the stairs. <laughs> so you're looking at about a 15 to 20 foot jump. What is your strength score currently? I believe 12. Let me just mark off action surge real quick. And 13 is my strength. 13. So you can jump 13 feet as it is. We're looking at a little bit more than that. So uh, you're going to have to make an athletics check. Athletics, okay. yes? Yes. And again, this is uh, I'm forcing him to do this, so it's not his action to do it. His action is to dash. Great. Yes. So, Val, you sprint up this, this, uh, this mountain of dirt and stone that has formed up, and it's steady and solid underneath your boots. And all your experience from... Uh, boarding ships, swinging yes. on ropes, and jumping from bow to bow. You take a flying leap forward, and you got what? Uh, 16. 16. Okay, yeah. I say that's good enough. Um, so you take this massive leap, just legs swinging, arms, uh, arms moving, sword in hand, and you dive onto the train, making it solidly on the, the last platform, the la logging platform. And you do a somersault forward and slam into a pile of tree logs, basically. Ow. And you're going to take... Whew, high did I say the stone structure was? 40 feet? Oh. oh Why am I so God, good at rolling D6, D6 today? He can't so hit crazy. anybody, but he's... When you they take, take damage themselves... Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, you're going to take 20 bludgeoning 20 damage. 20 bludgeoning damage? Ah. Hey, join yeah. the club. So you slam into the wood of the, of the train cart and you like splinter it a little bit as you feel something like, um, is like, what's the word? Twist? Like, yeah, sure, we'll go with like twist in your body. You feel like your ribs pop uh, and like your shoulder sort of like uh, hyper uh, extend for a second and you slam into that pile of logs prone and you're just like, just seething for a second. Like, just, oh! No, it was... <laughs> What happens is Val rolls is now on their back, like laying in the pile of logs and kind of just sits there in pain for a second. Um, and they're just going to mutter, any landing's a good landing. <laughs> oh, man, that was really <laughs> cool. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on myself. Oh, great. Perfect. 
Okay. <laughs> Valerian is the first one aboard the train. So now we can see if you guys can. That's a board in quotes. You can see what you guys can do now. That being said, is that the end of your turn, Valerian? Yes. Then we're going to come to initiative count 10. Our, our big old scav foreman oh. is going to take another layer action. And as a reminder, he can't take the same layer action twice in a row. So he's going to do his second layer action. Wee. Uh, and again, from like echoing from the inside of the engine room, for you, Val, now that you're close enough, um, you hear like, uh, like, sir, they got a board. Well, then swing her around and knock him off. And, Don't do uh, that. He's going to use his swinger around layer action. It was really hard to swinger, get here. Swinger around is no see no. And uh, they, they do exactly that. You start to hear like this cranking sound. And uh, they're turning the train around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the giant iron ballista. Going that appears home. to be stationary. Instead, out of the engine car, uh, so ahead of you, uh, two panels flip down uh. and a scav. Um, is turning a gear, like cranking a gear to extend a ballista, like a, uh, a, a medium-sized ballista, out and then points it at you and takes a shot. Uh, oh, sh- <laughs> uh, uh-oh. So it looks like the train has like ears now, because like well, there's one on either side, they're gonna stick out, and then they wheel it around to point back at the back at itself, basically. Gaps. So, one ballista shot. What's your armor class, Val? Oh, you are prone, so it gets yeah, disadvantage. So yeah. uh, oh, wow. 18 is my armor class. With disadvantage, that will miss. Nice. So it nice. goes overhead. It actually would have hit if it didn't have disadvantage. So it actually goes directly above your head. So like, yeah. you're starting to stand up, and you're like, oh, and duck back down. <laughs> okay, good. That was the layer action. Now come to our favorite uh, <laughs> artificer. Rylus. All right, it's so cowboy, I I glance over at the platform and just see two arrows and basically like spin around and they both just miss. I just keep my dash going and I'm gonna dash as my bonus move. Dash as my action. Great, so that's a total of 90, 90 feet and just perfect. Grab the back of it if I can. Yes, I believe you were eighty feet away. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to the back. You have ten feet of movement left. Did you want to try and hop on? I'm gonna try to hop on. Yeah. Okay, great. That takes. Uh, twice your because it's about movement, five feet but up. you have exactly ten feet, which is exactly what you need. So you just barely climb aboard the very, very back of the train. It, what, what, where's Val at? They are gonna be ten feet in front of you and a oh, little bit hey, right, to your left. Funny I just go ha. Any land you can walk away from. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stand up. Are you Fantastic. son of a bitch? Yeah, you're, My jacket's yeah. blowing in the wind. Yes. Your leg is bleeding, <laughs> but God damn it, it looks good. It looks cool. Just makes yes. it look cooler because it's got battle damage. Exactly. Uh, and you are not prone. Valerian is. And then I just turn around too and just wave at the guys we left in the dust. Fantastic. I love that so. <laughs> uh, Ark goes immediately after you. Just following soon yeah, on. Following soon on. Fantastic. And to an round off round number two uh, is Ozon. So Ozon flaps mightily with his large wings and just tries to eke out that last little bit of speed and it's just soaring towards the train like at a very steep angle too because you guys are way way up in the sky so you also have to make decrease your altitude in addition to flying over land uh, and so like the two of you Destin and Carrick you are getting wind blasted in the face the tears are streaming from the sides of your eyes 
Carrick manages to look majestic with his hair flowing in the wind. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm holding my rib. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the air is ripped from your lungs and forced back in every breath. Yeah. Good. Uh, so Ozon gets significantly closer to the train. And we will say that the Ozon's coming in at a pretty steep angle because you guys were discward of, of where... Like the star fell sort of discord from there, so you guys were coming in from a pretty steep angle. So, Ozon and the train are in a like a collision course, we'll say. Not Ooh, literally. That's one way to. S- yeah. <laughs> that um, would have been one way to stop it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Great. So that was Ozon's turn. So you guys are now getting closer and closer. We won't quite say you're in range of your longbow, Carrick. I believe that was 600 feet. <sighs> so you're not. You're just yeah, out of range. Max. So we come back to that at the top of the round. All right. To our our mini boss here, uh, they will. For the two of you who are on the train, Rylas and Valerian, you will hear this like shunk sound as the door to the engine cabin open, and you see this massive man who is in his sort of lounge chair slash bike slash armored platform that's hovering just a foot off the platform. And he strides forward, <laughs> and okay, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a descriptive <laughs> term, even though he's not actually using his legs. Um, he floats forward like, like Baron Harkonnen. So if he's floating on the train, shouldn't the train be like just going underneath him? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not how repulsors work. They they come forward onto the Ballistae platform, uh, which, by the way, each platform is about forty-five feet long. Uh, making the two of you about 90 feet away from... And as he strides forward, uh, four scavs follow follow him and take up like uh, a position in front of and to the sides of him. And he speaks. Well, look what I got here. Coming back to good old Vakin. Hales is gonna love my little prize. And let's see. They are going to, uh, as the scavs peel out from him, he'll move about 15 feet forward, um, and the scavs are sort of positioned around him, and he'll say, well then, let's soften you up. Let's try this on for size. And he's going to cast a spell. Specifically, he's going to take his giant gauntlet on his right hand. It's going to twist again and reveal um, like a cannon, basically. Um, and he'll take his other hand and start and like start pounding on on his his, me- his metal arm or his uh, arm that's covered in these like gadgets and these so undignified metal <laughs> pieces. And uh, Rylus, even from this distance, no, you start exactly. to feel the hair stand oh. on the back of your neck, and you're like, "That's a really crude way to do that." But, oh, yeah, it's going to work. He's building up an electric charge, and he casts lightning bolt out of, the, out of his hand <laughs> cannon. I'm sorry. I just love the idea of Rylus sitting there thinking, like, the design on that could be greatly improved. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'll need both of you to make dexterity saving throws. I have disadvantage, uh, actually, right? Actually, you're prone, right? Yeah. Just I think over it's... You. No. Yeah, um, it yeah, just goes right over you. Prone, prone doesn't give disadvantage. The lightning bolt just no, like arc no. directly yeah. above you, but it's close enough where it will hurt. <laughs> yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. So yeah, no, it doesn't affect uh, dexterity. Yeah, so this is a normal dex save. Eighteen. Okay. Valerian. 
21. Mm. Quick. 21. 18 and 21. Okay. You both managed to save your dexterities. Saves. Ooh, nice. So you will take half lightning damage. They almost had our dexterity saves. We saved them, though. Half of 32 <laughs> is 16. So you both take 16 lightning damage. And that is Vakin's turn. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I took more damage from falling. <laughs> ha! Ow! <laughs> and you said... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that was not a good I time to do <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. That will be the end of his turn. We now come to Sunan's turn. Sunan. Well, I have no movement powers, so I'm just going to keep running up the stairs. Got I'm it. So pleasantly girthy. And then I'll end my turn. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> no, I want the t-shirt. Are you kidding Sound me? Pleasantly bite. girthy? Is that, you a new catchphrase? Soundbite, put it with, that's a cock, please. I'm on it. Okay, so you're not saying oh, so you, no. you run as fast as you can. Again, uh, similar to Valerian, you make it almost to the end. On your fall on the following turn, you can um, jump for it if you want. Although that being said, we now come to the train's turn. Oh, crap. The train will move its speed <laughs> sixty feet uh, down the track, which is you come know, back. I'm not on you yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sunan, you're so innocent. <laughs> okay, uh, and now we go to Carrick's turn. So Carrick, once again, is there anything you'd like to do? Next turn, I promise, uh, you will be within range. I'll just kind of call over to... Uh, what's his name? One arm. Damn, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. I would say push him off the dragon, but he flies. He straight up just goes, <laughs> hey, hey, Nemo. Destiny's child. I'll just call out to Destin. Um... <laughs> Listen, once Ozon gets us close to the train, we gotta get on it and s stop whatever's powering it. If we learned anything from those motorcycles, they're very explosive. Okay. Do you have a plan? We're gonna jump. Ah, <laughs> oh, so no plan. What? That is totally a plan. I've got wings. What have you got? You not fly That's a good again? question. I don't know if I. Yeah, I probably. Ah, we'll find out, won't we? I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, find out in the air. You. Okay, so yeah, um, Destin, it's your turn after Carrick, So, is there anything either we of you want to do? We can say that the my, that that conversation took both our turns. All and right, move on. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I did forget to mention, uh, and because I like things raw. I'm, oh. <laughs> Put it in right the after the gear. Right after the gear. <laughs> Put it in the file. That one was my uh, fault. <laughs> um, uh, just before Carrick's turn was the train's ourselves. turn. The train will uh, ready in action. The uh, train? Yeah. Uh, oh dear. That's not oh. fair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It gets oh. to move and ready right. in action anyway, like some kind of was human. All. That was all. Uh, so now. Was it the Muzon train? Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so after Carrick's turn is, and Destin's turn, we come now to the Scav's turn. Uh, so, we have now left the initial Scav's in the dust. Um, actually, wait, Sunon. Sunon is within range, actually. Probably. So, <laughs> those those Oof. last few Scav's, mm -hmm. watch Rylus and Rylus disappear, like just sprint away, and then Valiant jumps off like, like a. 
crazy person. And they're just like, they stop running and they're like, oh. And they look over and say, oh, so you're not talking about girth. <laughs> Walk over and they go, all right. And they'll get, they'll take pot shots at you. Up. What is, How dare. What is your armor class? Don't forget you have arc with you. Oh, that's right. That's not going to help. You can't interpose? Or what is it? Oh, no. It's melee. Yeah, they oh, it's melee, melee only. Yeah. yeah. 17. I got exactly 17. Ah, dang. That's a meter beat. Yep. So. You guys have such good armor. Clarence. <laughs> that will be uh, only four damage. Piercing damage. Oh, I... You <laughs> <see none. laughs> yeah. I like, ah, a bug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, so now we go to the scavs on the train. Oh, there were four of them. Not counting the ones mounted on the ballista. Uh, so they will... Two of them will move forward, drawing crude-looking weaponry, and the other two will also pull out crossbows. So, Valerian, uh, you're prone, so the crossbows are going to choose to shoot Rylus. Yeah. So we'll start with that. Oh, that means the melee's coming for you. Uh-oh. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 17. Okay. Exactly 17. One of them misses horribly, though. I, I see it coming, and I'm just like, after the electricity, I look up and just clasp my arms together to make contact with my two uh, electrical nodes, and the shield just pops up, and the arrow just right off it. Nice. Nice. Is that the shield spell, or is that? Shield yeah. spell, yeah. 22. Until your next turn, you have plus yep. five armor class. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't take some hits right now. Okay. Great. Uh, and then the other two scavs will move forward, and they will dash forward, and that will be their turn. So they move 60 feet, putting them uh, five feet away from you, Val. They're five feet from or, me. I think so, right? Because I said you were 15 feet up. It was 90 feet, 75. Sorry, fit, they're 15 feet away from you. They're 15 feet away from you. Great. All right. Well, get to work. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we come to Valerian's turn. Oh, goody. Um... Okay, real quick, how wide are these platforms that we're on? Platforms, we'll say, are about 20 feet wide. Okay, but is but the middle sections are, like, occupied by wood? Yeah, so the platform you're on has large piles of wood, so mm-hmm. um, so in places, it's very narrow, we'll say. Okay. So, for instance, the scavs have marched forward and are now blocking the path, so you couldn't get past okay. them unless you climbed over the logs or tried to... Um, you'd have to make a check to get past right. them. Um, Whereas where like Rylus is on the end, that end is, there's like some wiggle room. There's some open space. Right. And how far are they from the edge of the train platform? Like from either end, like either edge of the train platform. So they're, they're kind of situated in the middle with wood on either side of them. Okay. So, so that makes them, there's a, so it's 20 feet long. So, so it's five feet. I can't do what I was going to do just yet. In that case. And they're 15 feet from me? Yes. All right, cool. I'll stand up. Got it. And I've that heard. means I have... 20 feet of movement left. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actually. Because I'm going to... I'll use my bonus action to go into... Actually, no. I'm going to use my bonus action to second wind myself. All right. What platform are the kobolds on? Two? The middle you one? You saw them enter the... Oh, the cabin. They were moved into the cabin. I need everyone on this so I do shit. <laughs> I'm fine. That was awful. Okay, I'm going to sprint forward and stab one of them. Sounds good. Give me an attack roll. <laughs> Three plus seven is ten. That is not enough to hit. That's crazy. 
Nope. <laughs> the first. <laughs> okay, so you run forward, and you enter into a Thalian battle stance uh, with your oh. gauntleted uh, male oh, and a five. hand shield out in front of you, and you thrust both strikes, uh, manage to get past their initial defense, and glance off some wayward piece of scrap metal, uh, and you're unable to find purchase in their flesh. Aww. Is that your turn? Yes. All right. Then on initiative count 10, we come to the layer action. Back in, shouts back into the engine room. Keep it going, boys. (laughs) And the train will immediately move at speed. Ah. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Starting to get left behind, Sunan. Poor Sunan. That's okay, because you have reinforcements on the way. But before then, to round off this round we have Rylus and then we'll come to right. the reinforcements uh, so <laughs> yeah. question here I look up do I see a dragon in the Lovely sky question. yes they're okay. bit, yeah yeah you can see them well can you stay alive for a while probably okay and um, since I'm by the piles of wood right yes can I like shift so I'm not seen I'm not trying to hide. I'm just trying to get out of the line of vision. I'm going to say yes. So I'm going to step back, like, and I cast Spider Climb on myself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. And oh, I crawl not. under the train. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> and <right>. I'm 30 <laughs> feet up. I'm going to try to get to the front and Fantastic. Plank. Is that... Concentration. Yes, I lose uh, expeditious okay. retreat. Oh, that would be so scary if you could do both. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that'd, that'd be insane. Great. So, I, so to be clear, I will say that they see you move, but then you, they you disappear as you go around. The yeah, thing. So yeah. They don't actually. I don't want them to see me going under yeah. the train. So as of right now, none of them saw you go under the they train. They just know I'm hiding. They think I'm hiding after yeah. those attacks. Yeah. They just saw you like disappear behind. Yeah, them, basically. So I'm 30 foot, and each platform is about 45. You said right, 45 feet long. Yes, for a total of 90. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to take me a while to get there. That's why I need yeah. you guys on the train. I will train. say you move 90, or sorry, 30 feet. So you're 15 feet away from the next cart. In that space, uh, there is a five-foot gap where the the, uh, the train carts are connected. Mm-hmm. So there's like this gap okay. uh, where there's like a, uh, what's it called? Like a coupling. The coupling. Yeah. Bring them together. That's also yeah. good because I was going to ask about the coupling as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is great. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> fun. Oh my. Uh, Ark stays with I know Sinan. what you're thinking, Josh. <laughs> Don't worry, Ark. We'll get after them eventually. Yeah, I got a few things planned, okay, but great. you know, it just depends what happens with the rest <laughs> of you. All right, and now, as we come to the end of this round, it is Ozon's turn. And Ozon will continue his path, intent to save his kin and aid his fellows, his allies, this righteous fury burning in his heart. Uh, he dives for the train, getting within uh, 600 feet. At which point, back <clears throat> back in, dramatically looks away from the two of you, like dismissively, turns away, and goes, ah, "The bait worked, boys. Fire!" <gasps> hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Natural Seven. Catch our next episode next week. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast service. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Natural 7. For bonus content, check out our Patreon at, you guessed it, The Natural 7. 
Shoot us an email at natural7podcast at gmail.com for any questions or inquiries. That means the same thing. Our awesome cast includes William Robert Gunn, Joshua Baird Carroll, Jonathan Wright, Daniel Shee, Jesse Anderson, and me, Jared Landro. Logo and cover art by Johnny M. Intro music by Anthony Ray Gullickson. See you all next time. Remember, keep chasing those stars. <laughs>